Welcome to day four and chapter three. Chapter three focuses on four very important aspects of our life. First, our heart. Second, our possessions. Third, our conduct. And fourth, our neighbors. Well, let's take a look at each one of them one by one. First, the heart. Verse one to eight focuses on our heart. Let me read you a few verses here. My son, do not forget my teachings, but let your heart keep my commands. Verse one. Let not loyalty and faithfulness leave your heart. Verse three. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Verse five. You see, the goal of wisdom by the worldly standards is to adhere to external rules. They care not a bit about the heart. They're okay with their hearts being delinked or being disconnected to the actions. But the Bible, on the other hand, lays much emphasis on the heart. Our heart and our actions, the Bible says, are interconnected. Proverbs 4 and 23 says, Guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. In fact, in the Old Testament, the heart is the central core of a person and it controls one's thoughts, words and actions of an individual as much as, as a computer controls a system. So a heart programmed with wisdom's value produces thoughts and behaviors that is consistent with God's order. In our own parenting, Aton and I often remind ourselves not to correct the behavior but to correct the heart of our children. You see, if you end up correcting the behavior and not the heart, the heart from which the behavior flows will begin to flow by the time you as a parent have just turned around. For example, if you see a person stealing, we punish the act instead of correcting his behavior, that is the heart, out of which the behavior emanates. So why is the heart important? Because what you do with your heart determines what you will do with your life. Let me say that one more time. What you do with your heart determines what you will do with your life. Second, the chapter focuses on your possessions. Verse 9, honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Now, I was at an online conference uh, with Pastor Edmund Chan and he was teaching us on discipleship. And he told us a practice that he does when he prays. Now, this is fascinating. When he prays, he says he kneels down and then he removes his watch and keeps it in front of him. Then he takes his wallet and his glasses and puts them also along with his watch. Now, watch signifying his surrender of time to the Lord. Wallet signifying his surrender of his wealth to the Lord and his glasses signifying his surrender of his perspective towards others to God. Amazing, isn't it? Honor the Lord with all that the Lord has given us, our wealth, our time, our perspective, everything God has blessed us with. Third, the author focuses on our conduct. Verse 21 to 26, let your conduct, your walk be pleasing to God. And when your walk is pleasing to God, the author says, you will lie down and not be afraid of man. You will lie down and your sleep will be pleasant. How is your conduct today? Are you able to sleep at night? Is your walk a walk of integrity? And fourth, of course, the author reminds us about our neighbors. Verse 27, when it is in your power, do not withhold good from the one to whom it is due. Do not say to your neighbor, go away and come back later when it is in your power to do something for him. What does it mean? 
If we want God's blessings to be on our homes, we must first become a blessing to those God has placed around us. Let us therefore share what we have and never, never plan evil against others. So let me ask you this question. How is your heart today? Do you have double standards? Are you the same person on the outside and the inside? What would those who know you best say about you? How do you treat your possessions? Do you honor God with your wealth? Do you honor God with your time and your resources? How is your conduct? Are you trustworthy? Do you deal with integrity? Does your conscience hold you guilty? How is your attitude towards others? Are you generous? Are you helpful? Are you kind? I think the best thing that we could do right now is to come to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, search me today and know me, Lord. If there's any evil in me, correct me, rebuke me and help me to embrace wisdom that I may walk in your ways and in your path. Help me, Lord, to honor you with my heart and my possession and my conduct. And may my neighbors, the people who have blessed me, with those who stay around me, be blessed because I am yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.